Welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. This is L. KB. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black women. Where's the lie? Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of the Fem Noir Files. My little curly, cued friend, Shug, and my locks and glasses twin, KB. How are y'all doing? I don't know. I'm doing okay. KB, I just saw you. Actually, I just you saw both just of y'all. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got to hang out with both of y'all. Where you saw Shug? Y'all I spent Valentine's oh, Day right. with Shug. Yeah, you guys then, You guys didn't include me on that one, but go ahead. Yeah, but uh-huh. y'all left yes, me this week. Yes, we did. Africa okay. Queen. Y'all Africa left me Queen. This week. You went to Chicago, first mm-hmm. of all. After Valentine's Day. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Did y'all know was- Valentine's Day is supposed to be the day before Valentine's Day? That's also black. We went out, day. but we went out that day too. We, went we out did. Out oh, y'all did both we spent two days together. Yeah. yeah, and then I got to see you in New York as we yes. attended Black History is Our History, which yes. was wonderful. By yes. CBS. We had a good time. It felt really like a time. mini reunion. It did. We saw people from what, 20 years ago? It was yes. dope. We had a good time. Right. Yes, we did. So that's making me excited for homecoming. It is. Homecoming about to be lit. Even it though she ain't come in with us, she gonna be acting like she did. Her and Doc. Yeah. We she gonna have more fun with our class than she gonna have with her class next year. Who's in you your will. class? Who's in your class? Everybody. Nobody. Uh, nobody. Everybody. Nobody. 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 Right. Who's singing that? No. Who's Key that? Sweat. Nobody, baby. Okay, sorry. Who can love you like me? Nobody. Moving on. <laughs> African queens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I tell y'all what I'm excited about or what I wish I was excited about? Yes. Like, how great, like, seeing the all-star game. Like, I wish I could say I was so excited to report about this Chicago. <laughs> no. We Should, saw it in the picture. you see the foolishness? You can tell in the picture. Yeah, you can see it in the picture. Oh, damn. Look, it was on. You all showed us the picture. No, I know, but I, I told y'all what happened. I didn't think you could look at the picture and tell that, yeah, you were nice. Well, you know what? Well, not just that. She also fell asleep. No, I, don't oh. think I slept the whole time. I slept. Like, what? somebody took a picture of her and sent it to her, and she showed me when we were in New York. I was like, got to be more careful. Listen. What? You spent all that money to go to sleep? I know. I did. Mm-hmm. I missed the free food Man, and the drinks. Because oh. we had a box seating. But, so, KB, as much as you spent African uh, Queen, that shit wasn't free. It wasn't free. Okay, it wasn't free. I didn't get my money, my money's you worth. You didn't get your money's worth. Exactly. So, listeners, was, we're yes. talking, and I don't know if you guys know. So, I just came back from the All-Star Game in Chicago. C-H-I-C-A-G-O. Okay, sorry. So, I just came back. I had a great weekend, though. Like, the other activities, mm-hmm. we went to the Common, had a, you know, a charity event, of course. He had a day party that was a charity event. So, that, you know, you'd expect Common to do that. And mm-hmm. it was real grown and sexy, the spot that it was at. And we got to see him. Like, I took a picture. Like, I, okay, I didn't take the picture because I don't like to be like, 
you know, groupie and shit. Wait, but you met Common? I didn't get to meet him because I didn't walk up oh. on him. I don't like to be like the groupie. No, fuck Girl, that. Bye. I would have been all over. No, I know you would have. Should would have had a picture with him. I would have been all Lonnie, over him. I did not. Man, boo, come holler. No, I mm. didn't do that. I just simply, you know. I my friend have. that was with me took a picture of him and I had her air drop the picture to me. And that's the one no. I posted on social no, media. No, nope, it's not the same. You should have pulled the FAMU card. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh-huh. I went to FAM too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are yep. certain people that Y'all know I ain't gonna do that. To, Y'all know I ain't gonna do that though. Let's not do that. You need nope. to. Hey, For guess certain what? people... Yeah, but I had a group. Nope, at the roost picnic, if people walking around, we jumping in all the pictures, <laughs> all of them. And you we, know, sure gonna do it too. We and know, you know I will. Her. She will. That's how we got a picture with Omar Epps at homecoming. And you, you know, got a picture I will. With Omar she was, yeah, yes. Oh, she she was like, where's Keisha? Can we take a picture. We definitely made sure that Keisha was not around. Thank you. No Keisha problem. don't play that. Who nope. is Keisha? Keisha from Epps, total. from total, from um, yeah, from, from total. total. He married the Keisha. Keisha that's the, Kima, the lead singer. I didn't know no, he was Kima married. Is the lead singer not Keisha? No, Keisha was Keisha was the lead on the Which one is the lead singer? Who is Kima? Kima is the one. Kima is the one. The tomboy. That you think? Yes, Pam is the one with the long weave, and Keisha no, Pam is, is the one with the short. Oh but yeah, Pam you're right. Is the one that everybody yes, Pam is, is the gay. lead singer. Yes, she's not. Though. I she think was married. Keisha. Mm-hmm. Keisha is not the lead. We don't okay. worry. We are gonna figure this out. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna argue the, with you. The point okay, is, is he's married to somebody from Total still. Yes, yes, Keisha, oh. yes. They've been married for like twenty. They've been, years. yeah, they've been, they've been married been for a long time. time. Know that. Okay. Anyway, yes. no, but I didn't he get was walking past us, and I grabbed and him, and oh she God. grabbed him. It was me, her, and the fifty-two. And Girl, this, I would have been so, I would have been so embarrassed. But anyway. The common mm-hmm. event was really nice. Like I said, it was for charity. So a lot of the proceeds went to his foundation. So I was excited about that. We kicked it off really right. And it was just a great weekend. I mean, I messed up for the game. I did. I took the wrong thing and it ended up putting me down. And so, and I could not open my <laughs> eyes. Like dudes was in the box, like setting. It was like, wake up. Were they cute? I bet they were Yes. Cute. They were nice looking guys. I, and of I couldn't. They were. And, and, and I think they were trying to flirt. Like one of them was, he was a big boy. Oh. And I like him big, but he was a little too big. I don't know. Okay. But um, girl pulled out all this money. I don't know if he thought I was going to be, motherfucker, I couldn't keep my eyes open. So it mm. didn't matter. And mm. uh, so, yeah, no, they kept, was like, are, oh, you awake? Well, good morning. Like, they was just making jokes. The, they was cool as shit, but they was making jokes the entire time. I would wake up, go back to sleep, wake up. I kind of saw Chance the Rapper perform. I kind of saw Common perform. I'm so disappointed. I, I know. I'm so, Yet again, I don't have a great story. <laughs> Oh, then what's the point? What's the point of having all these no. experiences and you ain't got shit to bring back to tell us? No, because she needs us there. I know. So well, it I really need the word Barbados like, gonna be lit. Okay, Barbados. I'm not part. fucking up for Barbados. I'm going to be sober. Barbados. I was like, don't lit. take nothing. I'm not taking nothing. I got and that would be that serious island ganja shit. I want to take that anyway. I, I'm going no, to Mexico. Have to do that one day. No, we're we gonna do it. I'm day. going to Mexico. In July, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna try to keep it cute there too. But anyway, okay. that's what I would say I was excited about. I mean, I still am. It was still a great trip, and yeah, I got to do it. So I mean, I got pictures. I was there. Oh my god, sleep. you were cute though. Thank you were cute, but you were she also sweet. She was tomboy chic. <laughs> she was, but she was also not. I had my Sixers jersey on out. that I went. You got. did. I saw that. That was cute. I was like, what did they be? Trying to act like she watched basketball for real. I do right. watch basketball. And Simmons was out that and I did hear his name get called a lot. 
I heard it. I can't. I didn't see it, but I heard it. Okay. What y'all excited about? What you excited about, Shug? I'm excited because I got chosen to be in this mentoring program at work, and I think I'm going to get matched with the person that I want to be my mentor. So I'm excited. Look at God. Yay! Why you look like a little kid? That's exciting, though. And she literally looks like a little kid. Yeah, she does. Go Listeners, ahead. you sure. know, y'all clearly don't know. Well, if y'all yeah. paid attention, y'all know what we look like. My is super it. cute today. It is. Did you go somewhere? Because you look super cute. And I know when I feel super cute, I feel like I need to go out afterwards so people can see me. <laughs> I mean, I do. That's a real thing. Yeah, I was supposed to go to happy hour, but I didn't leave work until late. So, no, I was just cute. My hair just turned out really cute today. You know how some days your hair is hit or miss? Yeah. It was a hit. So. It was. So, are yeah, you going to Tomorrow, I don't think it'll be cute tomorrow because the way I'm feeling, it's gonna be ugly sleep tonight like open oh. mouth drool. You can, but snoring. wait, pause. You can preserve your hair. Do you do the pineapple method? I'm not gonna do all that. I'm not. All you gotta well, do is this is what split. I do. <laughs> this I can't. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh-huh. I, just, I just sleep upright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy be knowing y'all. I can't sleep oh, upright. Right. Mm-hmm. Sleep upright. That's all you gotta do. Sleep upright. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time cool. to be sleeping cute. No, but listen. <laughs> do the pineapple method. Like, put your hair in like two or three ponytails with the elastic ponytail holders, and put your satin cap on it. And then just finger salad. Put some leave-in conditioner, some oil on your fingertips in the morning, and just finger salad, fluff it out, and you'll be good to go. And it might look cute on day two you got a lot going on i'm not going to that in any event that's what i used to do with my hair when i was a loose natural as my lectician says she uh, she is totally i am listeners that's that's our ep on the line that just jumped in and just started talking (laughs) that part didn't introduce himself he did introduce himself He just started talking. Hi. Hey, EP. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. They already should know who you are if they listen. Yeah, they really should. Yes. So can I tell you what I'm excited about? Yes, tell us. So I'm finally getting my life together. Oh, I got tickets to see Janet Jackson, so I'm going to see her in July. You finally found somebody to go with you? I found two people to go. Actually, three. Oh, okay. I put out a call on social media. My friends answered the call, and we got tickets, and we going to see Janet, Mr. Jackson, if you nasty. It ain't going to be nasty like you should say. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I she know. She's going to have on a burka the whole time. <laughs> I can't. She well, is. I'm just excited. Mm-hmm. If she can still dance like she used to, I'm fine with oh, that. Oh, yeah. She'll, 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 she'll always dance. do that. Yeah, she's going to dance. Yeah. Now. But so, I like Velvet Rope Janet. I like I Nipple Ring Janet. Well, Velvet Rope Janet was not in a good place. Like, have you seen her interviews when she talked about that album? Do we care that they're not in a good place? They bring good music. Those be the best ones. We you know, do Mary care. Be, Mary, Mary after a heartbreak, she be coming with that heat. And I want I everybody to be happy. But damn, them albums be my life. Oh, and look what? how I shake my hair like this, side to side. Oh, Lord. It make you I shake. It make you do that church shake. Go ahead. When anyway. the had Lauren Hill messed up? Yeah, I need that. No, I when can't. he messed up, though, she got messed real up messed up. Real. Yeah, it wasn't I don't good think she up. fully recovered because she, she's still not showing up to shows. Yeah. Like, she's supposed to be at the Kennedy Center next month for Black Girls Rock. And I I'm really that. afraid she's not going to show up. Listen. 
that's not the Erica Badu dick slash pussy. Like that's another kind of we wait. We'll we'll talk about Erica in a minute. So before we go any further, I want to share what I'm drinking today. What are you so, drinking? Remember when I went to Hilton Head for Christmas and my cousin, sister cousin and I toured the winery? Mm -hmm. I got the Muscadine wine. So that's what I'm drinking on this evening. So I'm very happy about that. The kids are on break this week. So I'm kind of relaxing and I just got back from New York. I'm taking it. You was doing it up there. I was. Oh, I was. You showed up. Like, I'm going back to Havana Central because that was amazing. And I need to go back during happy hour. I spent way too much money for lunch and two drinks. <laughs> it was too much money. I spent $40. That's right. But those mojitos were good, though. Yeah, that's, that's New York. Yeah, it was delicious. But also, the price of wine is dropping because apparently there's a surplus of grapes. Really? So, mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for wine prices because they should be dropping. I actually need a new wine refrigerator. So the one I got oh, as a gift. Bougie? Yeah, I got it as a gift. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, okay. Never mind. I ain't gonna put her out. Don't do that. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a new one. I got bottles sitting outside the effing wine refrigerator. Like I literally need a new one. You gonna get one? Yup. Okay. Now, so how's gonna come to me is up to that's still to you know up for discussion. But go ahead. You have to put it out in the universe. I do want to put it in the universe. Okay, so I have some sad news. So we all remember Walona from Good Times, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, she's pa- Janet Dubose, uh, the actress that plays her, passed away recently. Yeah. yeah. So and she was seventy four years old. And I don't know why people didn't know that she sang the theme song for the Jeffersons. Like I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Good times. I'm the pop culture. Yes, I forgot. I'm the pop culture maven here. You are. So, yes, she sang the the theme song for the Jeffersons, and she was she was 74 years old. She still looked good. Mm, they said they had just gotten together like a month or two ago mm-hmm. for like a reunion, like everybody who was still alive. So I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that was the last time they got to see her. But yeah, yeah. at least they got to see her. Yes, though. and she yes. Looked, hey, she got her three scores in ten. She did, and the thing is, she wasn't sick or anything, but she just died unexpectedly in her sleep. So, mm. but that's all you know. Her. Old people always say like that's the way they want to go. That's, 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 that's how like I a, go. It is like that's how yeah. my gra- my great grandmother went that way. Like she mm-hmm. went to sleep and then you know just didn't wake up. So right, you know, she was over her. Uh, she was over seventy as well. Like. I, I guess our family kind of be living for a little while. Some of them do. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, even by her just going in her sleep, like, it was just her time. So, yeah, rest in peace. Yes. So there's this little girl named Nadia King whose mother is suing Duval County Public Schools because the school placed her in a mental health facility because she acted out of control at school. And they, apparently they used the Baker Act mm-hmm. to justify placing her at the Behavioral Health Center for 48 hours without her mother's consent. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like this before in my life. KB, you look like you have some insight. Yeah. Some comments. So I do have comments because I'm, I read the story and 
super surprised. I mean, first of all, this is Florida. I'm from Florida, so I can say this. True story. And I used to live in Jacksonville. Yeah. So, I mean, certain things just don't really surprise me. So the police officers actually are not the ones. It's certain people that can, quote unquote, do this Baker Act, which is which is really a mental health act. And it's a hold for at least 72 hours for involuntary, like an involuntary hold. So the fact that she stayed in for 48 hours, you know, it generally is a Baker Act is 72 hours or three days. So in this case, it said that the police officers weren't the ones that, you know, initiated this. Of course, it was a child guidance that did this. Even from her diagnosis of ADHD, when they started talking about the way in which she, you know, kind of relates and able to communicate, it totally didn't sound like ADHD. And they are thinking she has, I think it was Asperger's, yes. um, which just sounds more like she probably has that anyway. But the point of the story is that really the school system not knowing how to handle kids with challenges and mental mm-hmm. health challenges, right? Because mm-hmm. they said the police officer, they got them on video saying, she's so calm. She's so, you know, coming mm-hmm. with us with no problem. So how are you reacting to this child beforehand that caused her to have these triggers. And we talk a lot about triggers because of things like this, right? And so I'll even talk from my own experience with my own daughter. She doesn't have Asperger's or any of those things, but she does have it where if you say certain things, kids can get really upset about it. So it's always, well, what is her trigger that mm-hmm. will call something like that. So it sounds like they initiated, they they triggered her in some kind of way. She's six years old. If she mm-hmm. is communicating, acting on a three and four year old level, what else did you damn expect? Now, the right. problem I have is that when the police came and actually were going to take her to the mental health facility, I felt like if they saw that she was so calm, why did they still make that decision? It seems like they should have maybe asked to wait until the mother arrived since they had already contacted her. She just didn't get there in the time enough to make it to the school and had to meet them at the mental health facility. And I think one of those biggest things that we always talk about in the mental health world is that first interaction with the mental health facility. So also in the article, they talked about her coming home and saying she didn't want to have a shot. Like she doesn't Mm -hmm. want another shot. She was sedated. Mm -hmm. So I already know they probably gave her a benzodiazepine to try to relax her, but that's an injection. So you're already having this negative thought process on, you know, your interactions with a mental health person with a, you know, a healthcare professional period. That's what's going to stay in her mind. So that's also traumatizing. So Mm -hmm. I just, think that the whole way this thing was really handled is horrible but it shows you how they are not equipped to really deal with that particular student I see now that she's going to be at a school they're having to pay that's another thing I found out within the school system here recently is that that school can't offer the services that your child needs Mm -hmm. they have to pay to send you to another school which I'm sure Elle you already knew that but I didn't know that Mm -hmm. so in the article, when they mentioned that, I was like, oh, okay, there we go. But I definitely think I feel so bad for her because she's had this negative interaction with healthcare professionals that really can help her later on. That might be something that might prevent her from wanting to seek help later on if something else was mm-hmm. to happen because she's had this negative interaction with people giving her shots, coming out sedated, et cetera, et cetera. So you really want that first interaction with any um, healthcare professional to be as positive as possible. This school clearly is not equipped to handle a student like that, and they should have maybe even tried to do things in advance or even on the police officers when you know, coming to the scene and seeing how calm she was, figuring out something else. Like, let's just wait with her 
there until the mom can get here because it seems as though whatever was going on in there, she's been removed from that environment and she's returned to her baseline. Thank you, KB. <laughs> because I'm also wondering, is there not a minimum age where a child can be admitted to a mental health facility. I personally feel like six years old is too young. That's too young. Well, you have diagnosis that can happen at six years old, right? So ADHD, we start looking at it, you know, just that young. So, no, there are some, but I thought it was very interesting that they were saying around the age 10 that there should be something else that happens, which I don't know how they arbitrarily pulled that number 10 out. Um, Because, again, if we start thinking about the brain developing and so forth, and yes, I think there should be some cutoffs of, again, how do we react to certain kids and what kind of steps need to be put in place. But no, six years old, honestly, is not too young. You know, there's different ages that certain things do happen, but this definitely sounds like this is a bit of an extreme case and it simply could have been avoided. It really could have been. Right. That's the point of this. I totally agree a thousand percent. Yeah. Can we talk about how my boo Boris gave T.I. a total read on his own podcast. As he should have. I mean, well, I I think that that's a good thing. I think there needs to be more men, especially black men, calling each other out on their shit. True story. No, I don't think he did it in a nasty way either, right? He He wasn't. He didn't do it in a nasty way, but it was just like, you know, T.I. was like, how do y'all keep y'all dirt in the house? And he was like, we really don't have dirt. No, no, no. Tiny kind of said it. Like, wasn't it Tiny that? Yeah, Tiny ass. Her dumb ass. I guess T.I. was talking about it, but then for Tiny to say that shit, like, how do you keep it out of the... I was like, why? I thought T.I. said it. But then T.I., of course, was like, well, dang, you making us look bad. First of all, like what you want me to do, lie? Boom. Right. So this is what happened. So Tiny said, but my thing is, how do you keep it where it stays inside, stays in house? I haven't heard any dirt on them. And Boris said, I don't think there's a lot of major dirt, but we also respect each other enough that I would never want to embarrass myself or her or the kids or anybody. Amen. Right. Exactly. And then T.I. said, that's so sweet. You all are you making all of us look bad? And Boris said, well, you asked me a question. What do you want me to do? Lie? Lie? Where is the lie? I was just exactly. I was just having a conversation. Y'all know I was just talking to someone on the phone and I yes, you were. brought up this story. You and I brought him on the podcast so we could question him. So uh, I, you know, brought up this story and he was like, I agree completely. Like, you really not going to try like some people, you know, of course, the the key word is try. You're not Mm going to try to like purposely embarrass somebody. But if you're making that conscious decision to like really watch your actions, I think that's really what you want. And I don't think that T.I. or Tiny have tried to do any of that, right? Because they've allowed for certain things to come into their house from what we know. We don't know mm-hmm. what's exactly going on in their, their relationship and what kind of arrangements they got worked out, but we at least know that they've done these threesomes in the past. So you can't really expect too much when you're threesomes? bringing... Yeah, she's uh, agreed yeah. to it in the past. Tia I think, and Tiny? I think that yeah. was her way of trying to curb him cheating on her. Oh, did it work? Clearly not. I mean, no. Right. Oh. <laughs> so. Like, really? No. Yeah. I so. mean, I don't know. Because I know they have a reality show, but I never watched it. Like, I watched, like, certain episodes, but I was never, like. I never really like, watched a, it either. A fan. Yeah. Like, I was, it wasn't a show that I had to watch every week. Yeah. yeah. But there's been, like, rumblings that they kind of have a. Oh, an agreement. I, I mean, think that last fine if that works for them, but I really okay. think. It but why be married? Of... Like just yeah, and I'm like, some people just don't need to be married, and I think a lot of a lot more people just need to admit that. Like I'm not the marrying 
kind. I'm not ready for that type of relationship. So, yeah. But do you, sis? Right. So this man was arrested. Hey, I want to go for me. I agree. Somebody said, let's get a go for me for this man. I kind of agree. You going to learn today. You (laughs) going (laughs) to. I can't. So this man was arrested for kidnapping a white woman and making her watch Roots to understand her racism. Roots. <laughs> I can't Kunta. Think, y'all. Kunta <laughs> y'all, y'all petty. And this is in Iowa of all of the random ass Yo, places. In that's the- where it need to be. No, but I mean, the whole state is white. So what are you doing here, sir? Sir, you need to leave. I gotta, I gotta hold it down. For <laughs> I gotta hold it down. <laughs> but okay, clearly. so so clearly, if y'all saw his picture, he looked like he a little, you he know, happy. He was a little touch. No, he might be he a little was. touch. He, he was. He was happy. But yeah. we really do need to get a GoFundMe for him. I really I'm agree. Not contributing to that GoFundMe to get him out on bail <laughs> and no. get him a good. If we Why get, would we do that? Why would we do that, KB? No, listen, we need to get him a GoFundMe. Like, we need to contribute so that he can get good representation. And the reason I say that is that he clearly looks like he got a little problem. And we could probably get him out on some, some kind of mental health disorder because they do it all the time. And I just feel like we need to start utilizing that. He probably finna have a, a public defender that ain't going to do shit. I just want to okay. help him out because he was at least trying to do something great in, in Black History Month. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So speaking of people who ain't shit, um, <laughs> that man for Wait, that man in Iowa is is a lot of shit. He's great. Well, I'm not. I wasn't necessarily talking about the man. Oh, I was just talking about the situation. Oh, okay, go. Yes. So in any event, this man that lives on Pennsylvania Avenue done released Illinois ex governor Rod Blagojevich. He commuted his sentence. And for you all that don't remember who this person is, he is the uh, former governor of the state of Illinois who tried to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat when he was elected president. He was doing some other little shady stuff, right? Like he had some other little things going on with some fraud. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But the main, right. But the main, yes, he was convicted on 18 counts related to the attempted sale of Barack Obama's U.S. Senate seat and the fundraising shakedowns of a children's hospital executive and a racetrack owner. <laughs> and about a year earlier, the impeached governor's initial initial criminal trial ended with a jury deadlocked on all but one count of lying to the FBI, which forced the retrial. So in any event, this so and he's not the only person that 45 gave a commuted sentence to. Like all of like the ex-owner of oh shit, what football team is that? I don't know, it's a relevant. Any black people? No, girl. Is that a real question? He didn't do nobody black? No, he did rich white men. Those are are all... Are you surprised? Yeah, like no, the people that about. put him in, that's who he's for. Yes, right. but I mean, you're going to try to cover it up a little bit, right? No, no. he Why is he? racist. Why okay. would he? Go to the next story. But I'm still surprised about this one only because I think this guy's a Democrat, right? Wasn't this governor like a Democrat? It doesn't matter. He's rich and white. Okay. And anything to do against Barack Obama. And Bloomberg is rich and white, and you see how that shit turned out. That oh, part. Shit, that's another story. <laughs> can, I, can I also just say that this whole dichotomy of Mike Bloomberg and Donald Trump is just fascinating as fuck to me 
because you had Donald Trump, who initially was a Democrat, has been a Democrat mm-hmm. all of his fucking life. When he decides to run for president, he switches over to Republican. And Michael Bloomberg, who has been a fucking Republican all of his mm-hmm. fucking life, decides when he wants to run for president, he's going to switch to a Democrat. I understand. But wasn't but he a also, Democrat when he was a mayor? No, girl, he was a Republican. Oh. He's always been a Republican. This Democrat I, shit sorry. is new. Isn't that right, Jimmy? Um. So he started his first term. He was a Republican. Then he switched to independent and then he made the switch over to Democrat. Oh, OK. Thank you. So he's just confused the as shit. shit. He just that don't part, know what like he Bernie was. fucking Sanders. Bernie Sanders been a goddamn independent for 70 fucking years. And then when he decides he wants to run for president, he becomes a Democrat. Fucking up all the things that Democrats need and splitting up the fucking party. Like, it's yep. too much. It's too much, Jesus. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> well, tell us, tell us how you really feel. Right. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. But the crazy thing is about this ex NFL owner. I'm gonna figure out who the team on what team he used to own. Just give me a minute. But in any event, he had former football players like Jim Brown and fuck. Who's this other person? I can't remember. I saw him in the video. They petitioned Trump on behalf of this owner about releasing him. I'm like, if y'all don't look like some goddamn coons, I don't know who does. <laughs> mm, I was like, and Jim Brown, you of all people, I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. Anybody will do anything if you give them enough money. That part. Well, y'all seen the meme from, what is it, Trading Places? Where oh, the two yeah. white men are sitting on each side of Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy and the caption reads Donald Trump and Mike Bloomberg trying to pay for black voters. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I'm sick of these damn people. And I was like, all of a sudden I started seeing Michael Bloomberg commercials on TV. I didn't see nobody else's commercials. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He has enough money to throw out there to make that happen. I know, but it's still fucking ridiculous. So speaking of idiots, remember how a couple of months ago everybody was all in an uproar because this bill passed in Alabama making it illegal to get abortions under unless it was under extreme circumstances? Yes. So now there's a representative who's a Democrat and she has a response to the abortion law. So her proposal is that men will have to they will be forced to get vasectomies. So <laughs> Here's the stipulation. I'm with it. So the bill will require men to get a vasectomy after the age of 50 or after their third child, whichever comes first. And of course, all of these men are like, oh, my God, you can't make us do that. Like, that's you can't tell us what to do with our bodies. And what if I meet somebody who's younger than me and she wants to have a child and I'm older than 50? And You mean to tell me I can't give her a baby because... Now I have to have a vasectomy. You can't tell me what to do with my body. And I'm like, huh. Well, that sounds familiar. It well, does. But you, doesn't it? I love Ted Cruz's tweet. It was so funny. I'm like, sir, did you just forget what just happened? That he part. says, yikes, a government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything. Dot, dot, dot. Literally. Alabama Democrat proposes Bill Mandating. Sir, y'all just did this a, a few months ago last year to women and no right. one had a stink. So yeah, now we're going to do a stink? Oh, man. Anything that threatens the patriarchy and threatens men, they have a problem with. Yeah, especially white men. Like, no. Mm-mm. Exactly. I'm with it. Go, girl. <laughs> where can where can I contact? Can I contact her office? Should you got her information? 
Yeah, Rolanda Hollis. Rolanda, shout out to you, girl. I'm with it. You're American hero. We salute you. Yes. Did you wait? Sugar and I saw the photograph. KB, did you see the photograph? I didn't. Are y'all trying to do a spoiler alert already? We're not going to do a spoiler alert because you haven't seen it. it. The only thing I'm going to say is no, the only thing I'm going to say is is that because I talked about it today with my lactician, this movie is very polarizing to the black community. It is. Because you either absolutely love it or you absolutely like, oh, there's no in between. Yes, and I've I don't know a, what the deal is. I've seen a lot of comments from people saying that they expected more. Yes. But y'all like, enjoyed it. I loved it. I did. Huh. But then I saw it again. You've already seen it a second some time? some different feelings. Wait, I'm sorry, what? You saw it again? Yeah. I did. Hmm. So I had a double Galentine's weekend. Oh, well, she cheated on you. She cheated on you. Okay. (laughs) I'm so sorry. They they left me out of the three. Listen, I'm the main. Y'all left me out of the threesome. (laughs) Wait, listen. I'm the main. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) who said it was the main recently? Somebody just said this. I'm the main ex. Oh, on Love and Hip Hop New York. The girl like Joe Budden. Tahira said, I'm the main. uh, Of course it was Tahiri. That sounds like some dumb shit she'd say. I got the 13th and the 14th. That bitch can have the 15th. Go. (laughs) I saw her the 16th too. (laughs) And the cricket sound. Go. Finish the story. Thank sorry. you. I'm so, so sorry. So in the event, once KB actually sees the photograph, we'll be able to talk about it in more detail. So this gives you all, listeners, some more time to go see it as well so you can tell us what you think. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So we have known each other for almost, I don't even want to say how long, but almost like 17 years collectively, right? Yeah. So we have seen each other from young adults you know, college students trying to get our lives together <laughs> and up until adulthood. And I think a TV show about Black people that fo- that also focuses on like young adults and those type of friendships are is Living Single, which is one of my favorite shows growing up. So recently, David Swimmer put his foot in his mouth talking about there needs to be a reboot of Friends with a diverse cast. And motherfuckers had to tell him, we already had that, sir, and it was called Living Single. And if you know your history, you would know that Friends is actually a ripoff of Living Single. And I've been telling people that for Mm -hmm. years. But we got proof about it. Like, they literally did take that. Like, it was on the list of names. Well, that story was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. But, But it's also very funny to me because when I was in sixth grade, and that's the same year that Living Single premiered, so I used to eat lunch at a table. It was all white people. I was the only black person. Hmm. But it was two guys and four girls. And each of us had our own sort of like living single, like alter ego. In sixth grade? In sixth grade. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> I know it sounds weird now that I'm saying it. But yes, I was Maxine. Because at the time, I wanted to be a lawyer. Was y'all showing y'all vaginas and stuff, saying, look at me? Wait a minute. Oh. No, what are you talking about? No, no, go. That was so random. That has nothing to do with the TV show. Okay, okay, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, let, let it what, what is going on right now? Let it fly. Let it go. Girl. Wait so a minute, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I have to get real quick. Yes, y'all Jimmy? Y'all played living single while you were in sixth grade and you were the only black person? 
Yeah, see, isn't that weird? We did. They watched Living Single? I think they did. They all knew, we all knew the characters. We all knew the people on the show. Okay. So I was Maxine. (laughs) Thank you, Jimmy. Don't do that. Don't do that. So I was Maxine because I wanted to be a lawyer. And then also I had a love-hate relationship. I don't want to say his real name or even his nickname because motherfuckers gonna be able to figure out who he is but he but he and i sort of had like a love-hate relationship very similar to maxine and kyle so yeah and these were white people yes they were all white i was only white person (sighs) listen if he gave me the time of day back then he would have been my little boyfriend and we're friends on facebook now and he's cute as an adult i was like damn send me a picture i will I will. I would still date him now. I would move. Would I move back to South Carolina to date him? No. Mm, if I can't, I don't move, know, Shug. Nope. If I can't move, you can't move. I agree. Nope. I agree. And neither one of y'all motherfuckers can move. You gonna be? <laughs> what? <Thank> you. <laughs> y'all wouldn't let me move for love. Nope. Oh, he, he better move. If he love you, he'll come. He better move. <laughs> Uh, I can't say it, y'all. So, yeah. So, in any event, that was my thing um, about Living Single. That's my little story about Living Single. And I still watch reruns when I catch it on TV one until today. So, we all know that friendships can be a little tricky the older we get, right? Like, people get married. People have children. People move away. And, like, friendships can be really hard sometimes or they can be really great and like sometimes you might have bumps in the road but I feel like as long as like you and your friend are actually working on your friendship like on both sides I feel like it can still be a very good relationship right? I feel like you speaking from experience I am we probably all because, are we all are yes right? and I think yes. what's making me think about this when you're talking about it, I'm actually planning my class reunion, my 20 year class reunion. I kind of feel mm-hmm. bad saying I'm like 20 years. Oh God, the coochie's still good. But anyway, so I hate okay. you so much. You don't know what it was like back then because you weren't using. I wasn't. I wasn't doing shit. Um, exactly. But anyway, so <laughs> I'm playing catch up. I'm not playing catch up no more. I've been on a drought. It's been pretty sad. But anyway. The point is, let's get back to this. The point is, is that, you know, I'm planning my class reunion. And I was even thinking about that because I have friends. I'm like you guys. I left and went away for college. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, certain people just didn't talk to me no more. And I never understood what the deal was. Like, nothing happened. No groundbreaking thing happened. But I've also found out over these years is that, of course, we always talk about this. But life goes through seasons. Mm-hmm. And sometimes certain friendships and certain relationships just don't cut it, right? right. And you have to kind of know when that season is up for y'all and be okay with that. Like if it's I think certain relationships, yes, I'm willing to fight for them. And like you say work on that relationship, but I think you got to have a spirit of discernment to know when yes. to fight and when mm-hmm. to walk away. Mm-hmm. Cuz something just I- ran its course. I think that's the the hardest part of it of knowing when to when to fight for and when to let go. So yeah. it's a really fine line. And I think again, that's the hardest part. It's just like, is it really worth it for me to try and hold on to this relationship, or has it just kind of run its course? It what, served its purpose. Well, what's the question you're gonna ask yourself? To me, I would be asking, what's the value in it? Mm-hmm. Like, if we are both on a trajectory of doing great things. 
then we are supporting each other. There's a benefit there, whether it's me and, and I don't, cause I don't think that one person should drain the other person. And I feel like L, you, you have a lot of that with some of your friends. So sorry. Well, I, I have a comment about that. So I figured you would bring that up. So I'll wait till you finish. And okay. I'll so I feel like there has to be equal balance in the relationship and it has to be a benefit for both parties. Mm-hmm. Right. If there's no benefit, you're not adding to me. Like, we just had a homeboy do some awesome shit. And I was like, yo, I'm yeah. proud of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, if somebody's not adding to you, they, they need to go. step. Like, right. if you're, everybody on my team needs to be winning. I really mm-hmm. believe that shit. So if mm-hmm. a bitch is not winning on the team, you might need to find another team. Because mm-hmm. you can't be on this team. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's what I look at. What are you adding? And I just had to really evaluate that. And y'all know the situation I'm talking about here recently with a friend that I've had for eight. Well, no, my child's nine years old. So I'll say we've had this friendship for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one time we went through a rough patch, almost like we was fucking and we're not. Mm. But <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. literally it was like a know, scene listen. no y'all it was a scene like we was breaking up with each other and we both women like we would have thought we was bumping pussies like it just was weird <laughs> you so, turn everything to sex you really need to get some I know is that what's happening oh my god like conversations that have nothing to do with sex you have tied sex into in some way shape form I'm or so fashion. sorry okay I'm gonna work on this but let's, anyway let's, let's touch and agree that KB <laughs> get some penis soon cause this girl is a mess <laughs> What about me? It's been longer for me. But you're not acting crazy. My face breaking out, though. Girl, why? <laughs> no, it's not. Go ahead, KB. So anyway, we had this whole little thing. Like, we're, like, storming off, and she leaves, and then she turns around and comes back. Like, it was a very dramatic situation. But at that point, we felt like our friendship was important enough to fight it out. This round, you know, years later, I don't know. And like ran his course. That's right. what I feel like. I feel like you're not adding to me. You're mm-hmm. completely trying to be in competition with me. I don't mm-hmm. think friendships need to be a competition. Oh, oh my god! So that brings to mind yeah. a quote that I I believe is attributed to Oprah. You can't be friends with somebody who wants your life. Boom. And I think mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. I agree friendship with Gail because mm-hmm. people would ask, you know, you're friends with. Oprah, like, how are you able to do that? And Oprah was like, you know, I believe that Gail sincerely is not jealous of my success. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to diminish my light when I'm around her. Like, she's genuinely happy for me. Yes, and that's right. very important because, you know, you do have some people, please believe everybody in your circle is not for you. True story. Then you need to get them bitches out the circle. And right. I mean, but sometimes it doesn't reveal no, itself you, until right. certain situations happen. Like, for instance, when I got married, like my day one, my the one that I thought was going to be there was just very distant. Very what much. do you think that she just didn't know how to interact with you? And I was, the only reason I'm saying, I mean, now you and I are both divorced. So right. I think now we understand like that line that gets kind of drawn in the sand. And maybe it's an imaginary line. Because even with my now married friends, you remember I think I told you guys, I was like one of the first ones to get married out of mm-hmm. our, you know, friends and stuff. So I'm the literally the only one married and everybody else is not. But when I got a divorce, everybody else is getting married. And so mm-hmm. now I don't really know how to interact with you because I know right. I didn't do it the right way. I was still up here acting like I could be anywhere, everywhere. 
and be hanging when I probably should have had my ass at the house. So do you think that maybe she just didn't know how no, she to... was just no, she was jealous. Okay. Um I tried so... to heal herself. <laughs> No. <laughs> Call a thing no. a thing, Call beloved. It, beloved. Yeah. No, she was just jealous. So, I mean, and you have to take that into consideration, too. Like, sometimes I think everybody needs to be mature enough to speak their truth. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to try and save the friendship, then everybody needs to be honest and speak up about what it is that they're really feeling. I actually tried to um, salvage the friendship, but it was just like, it was very evident that she didn't want to have anything to do with me. So, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, once you guys know me, once I'm done with somebody, I'm done. Like you're dead. Well, you done try to break up with me and I ain't let you. So I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to break up with you. Like (laughs) you're my line sister. That is crazy. No, it's past line sister shit. I can still break up with some of your I don't give a fuck about that now. Listen, we don't choose our line. It's not right. T56, I love y'all. Yeah, we love you. However. (laughs) Let's clean this out real quick. However, we can't choose our line sisters, but we can choose our friends. There's a Right. You're right. But I'm not going to cancel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, mm-hmm. it was just like okay. we we had a tiff about some other stuff. I'm like, no, I love you. Actually, that was the whole point of the conversation was like, because I love our friendship and I value our friendship. I'm willing to let this other thing go. So it doesn't affect our friendship. You was going to let the husband go for the friend? No. no she talking about you. African oh. queen. <laughs> to be more careful. Are you are you with us? Are you here? I'm so sorry. I was looking Lord. at a message, but wait. Okay, I'm back. Go. Lord. I need you to listen. Well, you gonna have to run that back. Anyway. I'm gonna exactly. run it back. I gotta listen so, to this shit like three times. Don't worry about so it. Can, so can I interject real quickly? Yes. Okay. So so one saying that I kind of keep with me about friendship is some friends are meant to last a season, a reason, and a lifetime. Yep. And there's a certain person who I had to come to grips with. There's one person in particular who maybe our season is over, that even though we've been through some ups and downs and some good times and some bad times, like maybe it's just for the best that, you know, our friendship is no longer. And just because we're not friends anymore doesn't mean that I wish her any ill will because I don't. But the thing is, is like the things that are important to me, my good news, my bad news, like she's just not somebody who I feel like I would Yeah, who I would share that with anymore. If Mm -hmm. I see her, I say, hey, you know, hello, how are you? I, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, I think I'm kind of done. And for me, Ever since I came to that realization, I have felt like a little bit of a weight put off of my shoulders, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which makes me feel a lot better about the situation. Like I thought I would be upset. I really don't think I am. And that's a so, yeah. that's a key point, right? Because I think when it bothers you and it's, you know, maybe it's not because I was going to tell you, I know who you're, you know, I know the situation. And what I was going to say was, you know, maybe it is over for right now, but you don't necessarily have to close the door because maybe, you know, something else will happen in the future and you link back up. And I never have a problem with that. Right. Because I feel like absolutely that's a new season. And maybe right. that's when you're supposed to come back into my life. And I can welcome that back in, especially if we ain't leave out on no right. bad term. Because I don't think everybody right. think it's always like this big fight that happens. Yeah, that and it's not. It's not. It's just Sometimes, people don't grow at the same rate. No. Right. Right. And I think yeah. that happened. And I think, like you said, that jealousy, you know, you don't be wanting to say people jealous of you. But, yeah, it got to be something. And I think even with mm-hmm. me going to college, 
And yeah. some of my friends, because listen, y'all. Yeah. I love I my mean, friend. Wait, let me just, I'm not saying nothing to nobody who don't go to college, right? But mm-hmm. if me and you didn't go to this on the same trajectory at the, mm-hmm. at the high school and you're doing this and I'm doing that, maybe you didn't know where to fit in in my life, mm-hmm. even though I was still willing to fit you in mine because I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Right. But sometimes I think those egos and what somebody thinks about yes. you comes mm-hmm. over and it's like, gosh, you weren't really my friend because you should have known I don't right. give a shit about that no way. Exactly. I hung out with some interesting people in high school. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> right. But, you know, out of my close friends that I went to high school with, I'm the only one who went to college right after we graduated. Mm-hmm. Like, out of my tight, my two tight girls. Mm-hmm. And one went to college a few years later. But I'm the only one who never moved back home. Like, they, like one never left home and one, like, moved to Atlanta, went to school, lived in Atlanta for a few years and went back home. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I went home for Christmas this year and I have to admit, I kind of waited to the last minute to let folks know I was coming back because I try to link up with my friends when I go home, like especially like my friends from high school, yeah, me you too. know, cause I, cause I only go home really like once a year and it's always mm-hmm. around Christmas time. And I know Christmas is busy and things like that. But like my one friend who never left Greenville kind of, got a little attitude and was a little snippy and was like, I wish you had told me sooner. Like, I don't think I can, you know, like just take off. Like I may not be available those days. Like her response was just, Oh, was very much a turnoff. And I was just like, well, what the hell is going on? Um, but then my other friend, cause you thought because able- she, you came in town, you was supposed, she was supposed to drop everything and she had to let you know. And maybe that's and maybe that's what it was. I was just like I just picked up on this, you know. She I don't know, she was just real snippy. Oh, I know what it was. She had texted me a few months earlier. And you know how sometimes it is when you read somebody's text message and you head in your head you think you responded to them. Yes, that's me all the time. But you didn't. And that's exactly what happened. And she basically was like, Oh, I've been waiting on a response from you since blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh. So honestly, I think she was perturbed that I didn't respond to her text message. That's what it was. You should take her out to lunch next time you're home. I mean, I probably will. But then my other friend was like, oh, let's meet up. So we went to dinner on Christmas Eve. Like, it was great. We caught up. It was wonderful. And I don't want to say that, like, friendships are bad. Like, I think friendships are... They're essential to the soul. Essential to the soul. Yeah, <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Friendships are essential to the soul. Rue. So sorry. Shout out. Shout out to, shout out. Shout out to the boss. So <laughs> but, but in any event, I think, because honestly, we need people, even if we think that we don't. Yeah, we right. do. that's true. And iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I think that's the point of us being here. I believe that mm-hmm. life is all about relationships. Like you're supposed to be learning and growing from other people and if you're not doing that then you might need to check yourself you might need to go talk to Catherine, who we who we need to have on the show when are you gonna bring her on the show okay i will talk to her yeah next month so we we need to have her on live we need to do a live show with her all three of us that'll be nice that might be too much wait a minute wait Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. that might be too much energy and shit yeah yeah yeah. that's what i'm saying that might be too much energy i don't know if i'm ready for all that no, like she could do a reading. She might be like, oh, okay, but you still fucked up. But it- <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. But you know what? One thing I was just thinking about when we were talking about these friendships, one thing I think I liked about and I could appreciate about living single, what I still remember, those relationships on there wasn't always great. They had no, they times where they 
you know, went through little things and, mm-hmm. you know, I think it showed friendships in a really a, a great light because you had some people who were super successful and some people who just couldn't get their shit together. And mm-hmm. people that, you know, because we all are on different levels, but that doesn't mean that we cannot connect. Exactly. Like, and I think that's what I think people sometimes forget. Like, you think you have to all be on the same level. No, we just have to all be going for something. Mm-hmm. And you all have to be supportive of each other. Like, right. Everybody, like, like, genuinely everybody is not going to be where you are everybody goes through their own personal seasons like you're up one day you're down the next but i just need to see you trying you know like i just need to see right that you want something even if it's not happening right then it probably is not your season but i just need to see you trying like not sitting on the couch and not doing shit and complaining all the time i don't want that i don't want that all around me that part but no i could appreciate totally that living single like i think all the little shows girlfriends Girlfriends. like you know like i feel like all of those was kind of just showing those variations in friendships and the variations that can put people together and what puts people together because i think even in high school like my mother never understood why i hung with the people i hung with i hung with them because it was an escape for me if i'm Mm -hmm. in these honest courses where i'm literally by my damn self and I can go and walk out the classroom and hang with people that I don't have to explain shit to. I don't have to do nothing extra. I don't have to showboat and show how much I know. I can right. just be me and just chill. Mm-hmm. Like, out of here. I'm doing that every time I can. Right. You know? Yeah, so. and it also makes me think of Insecure because I'm like, I would never put Issa and Molly together. But they're thick right. as thieves. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, opposites do attract. And I think you do need that. You need people who will challenge you Mm -hmm. and help you to grow in different areas. Yeah. Because I think it is a challenge. And if you're not challenging me, if you let me walk around, that's like you Mm -hmm. let me walk around with lipstick on my teeth. (laughs) It'd be like, um, KB, excuse me, you might want to look in the mirror. Or a booger in my nose. Ugh, like, girl, check that. Here's some tissue. Boom. My coworker does that. She will tell me and our AP, like, Oh, L, check your nose. You do have some like, nostrils on you. I can see you like in your nose. Really? Is that what we do? I mean, they're not big, but it's like hollow kind of. Like I can just see in your nose. Like, wait, no. Okay. Hey, B, is that what we doing? <laughs> no, it's not big. You don't have a big nose. Like I have a larger nose than you, but I'm you just don't. saying. But the, still. the way it's shaped, I can just see in your nose. Like, you see how my nostril... Okay, I'm so sorry. We're getting off topic. It's, what the fuck? What is this? I don't know. Your friend. I, your friend. I need something. Something's wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. So, Jimmy, how is it for you with your friends from the male perspective? Well, I think it can be very challenging for a male perspective because for guys, I know egos play a role. And I think part of it, too, is guys have a hard time in expressing themselves to each other. Mm. So I think because of the lack of communication, sometimes there can be disagreements due to the lack of communication, which kind of spawns, you know, kind of bad energy. But, you know, there are exceptions. You know, I do have some friends who, you know, I feel comfortable enough to be like, yo, this is what's going on in my life. And you you kind of have like that brotherly moment too but at the same time i think like everybody's trying to be on their you know like on their pimp gang or or like you know you know i have the eyes type deal and a lot of them want to give the appearance as though everyone has their shit together but you know under the clothes under the smiles and grills you know, it comes a lot of insecurity and just questions about things out of fear of just asking about it. 
But, you know, I think it's a learning experience. You know, yeah. you're not, um, for me personally, I realize I can't be friends with everyone who agree with me mm-hmm. and I can't be friends with everyone Amen. who disagree with me. Yeah. Right. I have to find that perfect balance. Yep. Yeah. I that hate a yes sense. man. Shit. Don't be no yes, yes. man around me. God, dog. Because exactly. I know everything I do with A right. <laughs> no oh, comment. you going to do your eyes like that? No comment. I don't have nothing to say. Oh, but you said so much. Right. I'll be damned if you have me coming out the house looking like a fool. You talking about you geeking up my head talking about, oh, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, you look good. <laughs> no, the fuck you don't. You look good. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Facts. But, right. but I also, like, for me, I try, like, the older that I've gotten, I have tried to be a better friend to people because and I would, I try to be the type of friend that I would want people to be to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to be more conscious of that the older I get. So yeah. I hope KB and Suge, you all feel that. Nope. Um, you're actually worse now. Go. Am I? Oh. You're like an asshole now a little bit. I mean, oh. I like it, though. I kind of like it. Oh. No, I kind of like it. I mean, I feel like you went and got balls as you got older, which is nice. I think everybody does that, though. Cause nah, I, think- I, I had balls from day one. I'm trying she to settle did, down. She did, so she came out the womb. I'm trying oh to, like, God. be a little nicer. No, I'm saying, I think as you get older, you get more comfortable in your skin, and you get that better is true. at speaking up. And um, I like always this. was like that. She was. That's what I'm saying. KB came out the womb. Mm-mm. The second child, man. Been, the second child well, been, hit different. I've been shooting since I got out this bitch. That second child well, hit different. Me and Elle have been working on that. <laughs> we're not always comfortable with speaking no. up. Now it's just like, I ain't got time for this shit. Like, right. I like that you but, brought that up, though, about the part that we have to play as friends. Because we, yes. we're talking about what right. we want other people to do. And but you also have to be a good friend, too. Boom. We so absolutely nice have to be a good friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I really try to to do that so i hope that you all see that if i'm not a good actually both of y'all have told me what i haven't been a good friend yeah I'm oh, can I add one more thing too? yes what did you say jimmy can i add one more thing too do Absolutely. you know like when we were young like we were always in a setting of meeting friends and i think like looking back at it i took it for granted like now yes. it's so it's hard to make connections it is yeah. That's true. Yes. This is a good conversation about friendship. And I think it's important as adults that we, you know, still, like I said, still focus on that, do fun things with our friends. Like the Roots Picnic? Like the Roots Picnic? Yes, like the Roots Picnic. And like Barbados. And like Barbados. And like our one-year anniversary that's coming up, where we're going to have another live show and celebrate. Oh, I need to stop Yes. Yes, you do. Suge is over that, listeners, so hold us accountable. It should be in the... No, hold her accountable. Yes, her. It's us. Come, it's us. Come, it's us. Oh, uh, we just talked about head. friendships. We got to lean on each other. <laughs> Doug, look, it's Doug team. Quack. Quack. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. But no, Baltimore in May. We oh. want all of you guys to come out. So that's a little sneak peek. We're going to throw that in there. So yeah, friends. Yes. So How many dope- of us have them? Oh, Lord. Okay, sorry. All right, go. I have a moment. So for our <laughs> Dope, Gifted, and Black segment, a $1 million grant has been donated to record Black women's histories. Mm. So the History Makers, which is an oral archive that's recorded the stories of more than 3,300 African-Americans, 
launched the Women Makers Initiative with a $1 million gift from Ursula Burns, who is the former chair and CEO of Xerox. So to quote her, she says, we have to value our own stories and we have to teach ourselves to actually value ourselves in our society. So the initiative was kicked off um, on January 31st in New York City, where Burns presented Juliana Richardson, who founded the History Makers in 1999, with the monetary gift in honor of her late husband, Lloyd Bean. So they are going to start highlighting um, approximately 180 women. And the first women that they're going to profile are Anna DeVere Smith, Beth Ann Hardison, which is Kadeem Hardison's mama. She's a well-renowned, she, I don't think she ever acted, but she was a bit, a huge acting coach in Hollywood oh. and Anita Hill. So okay. I'm excited to see all of the women that they're going to highlight and to hear their stories and see their stories. So I'm excited about this. Interesting. So kudos to Ursula Burns for her gift. Woo-hoo. So KB and Suge and Jimmy. Jimmy, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being our unofficial guest on the show talking about friendship. Because Jimmy and I have been friends for almost 20 years. Yay! And he's still the same person he was when we met on the highest of seven hills. Actually, Jimmy, do you remember how we met? Gosh, wasn't it like at a freshman dance or something like that? I thought it was on the bus to the Atlanta Classic. Oh, no. You know what? I think that's what it was. And actually... Because I, I met you really with the other two. Yeah, I was really anti-social as a freshman. <laughs> and I was involved in SGA. And I was like, okay, these SGA people are, are stuffy and stuck up. And then someone had came to my dorm room and dragged me out. So I'm like, okay, you're going to come. You're going to meet everybody because you just got elected for a freshman center. And I was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And then... I met but Toya I met you before. Met me Wait, out my shell. No, yeah. we met before oh. you were elected. Oh, what anyway, are you going to tell the story? You gonna keep correcting him? I'm sorry, because he doesn't remember. It was a test. I like, you said, no, I don't. I was like, you talking about bus? Like, did we meet on Taltran? No, like remember that SGA sponsored a bus to the Atlanta Classic and the Orlando Classic. For the Atlanta yes. Classic, I met you and. B and C, and we all were on the bus together to the classic in Atlanta. Oh, well, that's where I know I met them. Oh. I think that's where I met you too. Oh, now no, you're no, not no, sure. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it you Orlando. go? It was on the bus to Orlando. Oh, I met you on the way to Orlando. Oh my God! So you just yeah, said correct him. Yeah, you don't even know this story wasn't Orlando. This story has gone to hell. Okay, <laughs> I know it wasn't Orlando <laughs> because it had to be Atlanta. Remember? Huh? Don't worry, I'm gonna ask the other two. We're gonna have this mystery solved by next week. <laughs> So thank y'all for joining us, listeners. This has been a great conversation. Listeners, make sure that you are being a good friend and check in with your friends. Make sure that they're okay. I invite them out to dinner. I invite them to your house. Have a glass of wine, have some tea, have a game night. Just do something to be with your friends and to make sure that you're being a good friend. But also make sure that they're being a good friend to you. All right. Thank you for the public service announcement. You're welcome. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Feminoir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to email us at feminoirfiles at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Feminoir Files. Bye!